So, gonna do a quick, uh, some people call it a political roundup. I, I'm not. I'm just gonna talk about the Christian worldview and ethics, maybe real quick about the the uh, debate. Um, obviously, Pence is vice president for Trump. Uh, that's the only decision you can make uh, because otherwise you're you're gonna be voting in an atheist agenda <laughs> and an atheist worldview and ethic. <coughs> no matter how uh, what kind of character each of the people have, personality, whatever, it's, it, that does not even matter. Like, these are just, yeah, they're the president, but they're just, they're within a system. And if you want to be systematic, then look at it for what it is. It's uh, voting in a system. And if you want an atheist agenda system or Christian worldview and ethic, uh, primarily agenda and system. Um... Uh, cool electric cars. I think they should be diesel, in my opinion. Um, then, um, no Trump's for that. Pence is apparently against all green. No? <laughs> it is kind of funny, the people that were like, oh, well, if, uh, if we go to the green deal, we're not going to have, uh, gas-powered cars or anything anymore it's gonna be all and uh I just think that's funny that Trump's like well actually we're, we're probably gonna go not like the green deal but we're gonna go uh, more green uh, but you know he's not like ignorant about it where he's saying you know he's allowing for people to drive diesel and gas and in the meantime literally allowing it because you know people like in California they actually basically don't allow um, the freedom in that way and uh, I think they should just put make better manufacturing for filters on the trucks and make them really really cheap if you can make <laughs> like not a catalytic converter but whatever they got on the diesels it's like a I don't know what it is I think it it basically like spins I think it like spins the gas around inside the exhaust chamber and makes it like really low emissions and it's been estimated at least in the diesel books that Diesel will come around and be more popular and lucrative. So, honestly, they should probably just keep improving that technology and mix that with electric and really invest in that area. I mean, they'll make a lot of money auto-wise because people will buy those and they're supposed to last longer. So, um, you know, and you'll have more productivity you're building trucks in America, especially if you have low emissions, probably change the world like overnight. That's pretty much what we did in the 50s. That's why trucks were sweet back then. Anyway, um, in the roaring 90s too. That's why I got a 97 Chevy. All right, but uh, let's see here. There's also 
Oh, just in the debate, the... Let's see, the thing, the other thing, I only learned, like, two things. I didn't know the pre-existing condition thing that Trump's actually going to do. I was like, oh, cool. Well, he's guaranteeing it. So, that means something. Uh, I mean, it doesn't mean nothing. Obviously, the, the, the worldview behind that is you should budget that pre-existing condition. Um, but obviously, it's hard because... You know, if you're in that situation, you gotta, you really gotta be dependent on your community, and you know, at, at times, your uh, community influences the government, and the government can assist in that way. Uh, but um, let's see here, man, uh, Biden. I, I called him Mr. Green. It didn't really stick, but it's kind of fun to say that yesterday. <laughs> Basically, Mr. Green, Mr. Biden Green, because he basically went against, like, an agenda that he's actually for uh, on live air, which is weird. But, um, yeah. So, and I think the reason really why they don't like that Green Deal is the, uh, it's probably, it probably has socialistic uh, tendencies in it. And I don't think Eli Musk, people that actually care about America, uh, possibly, uh, or Mars, or whatever, I think uh, they they probably don't agree with it either, if they're really honest with themselves. But they're so busy doing their all their technical stuff that they probably are too busy to even care. So, Although they, they might get an email about it. <laughs> so I know that's basically what he does. He checks emails and does meetings all the time. Um, Eli Musk. So, yeah, I, and you could see Trump endorsing him when he was like, you know, I kind of like electric cars because he's probably just saying, oh, I kind of like Eli Musk. You know, he's pretty much the, the appointment in that whole thing. Oh, sweet. Close. All right, and we're good. So, yep, uh, anything else? Political roundup? Christian worldview and ethic behind that Bible, talking about it, walking it out. Let's see. Uh, yeah, pro-life. I mean, that's on the table, hands down. Roe versus Wade, hands down. I mean, if if that doesn't get you, well, first of all, you're a murderer. Second of all, uh, I don't know, fourth degree murder, maybe if you really had to label it. But uh, you're definitely endorsing mass murder of innocent lives. <laughs> so, keep that on your conscience while you sleep at night. Well, other people aren't sleeping because they're not alive because they were aborted. Uh, but they're they're in heaven. So, good for you. Murderers. Anyway, don't... I think it's funny too, people. They take it so personally. It's like, just acknowledge... The reality, like, you should take it personally if you're actively in some kind of sin like that, but I don't know. Some people take it and they're just, they sound funny when they're, like, saying, I was a murderer. And I, I'm actually, I'm like, man, that's a good testimony. Um, now they're trying to repent and basically do it right. Have a big family. You know, you got good examples um, in the uh, Supreme Court now. 
so she has seven kids that's nothing compared to like you know and who cares how many kids you have are you taking care of your kids or you know yeah it's not like you, you're not taking care of them if you're aborting them you're killing them that's not taking care of your kids and you're not you're not doing God's will if you're not having kids as a married couple. You're literally not producing fruit. Uh, well, you can maybe, for a season, uh, live that lifestyle. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm not married, so I uh, and I don't engage in all that stuff uh, premarital. God, but uh, my whole culture does, so it's obviously there, but um, you know what I mean? Just it's bad, it's hard to have self control, but if your finances say so, then have self control. I mean, do it, just shoot. I mean, there's plenty of stuff to do that isn't being done. That's like one of the hardest quandaries in the whole, you know, pro-life thing. It's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have, you have to have a family unless you're single. But if you're single, you gotta be, you gotta be self-controlled. So like, honestly, you just gotta like engage in a self-control warfare <laughs> um, in the whole world because there's plenty against you. And uh, it's not that hard, especially if you lean on Christ, you know, he was self-controlled. I'm not saying anybody should be a priest, really. I really don't think that. You know what the celibate about? Uh, but people could be single. You know, I mean, if people want to study priesthood and stuff, that's great as well. But, uh, I, I just personally, I don't think anybody needs to be a priest anymore. You're, everybody's a priest, you know. Christ, um, uh, maybe, you know, what's it, maybe I'll prophesy, but then there's also, um, prophet, priest, and king, like, everybody applies, even, even Catholics will agree with that, um, you know, but they say, they'll say, you know, within their context of saying, well, the priesthood's still around, and, yeah, if you look in Acts, there is a passage in the New Testament actually talks about there being priests that came to the Lord. But I don't think that uh, is a blanket statement saying, oh, okay, so priests are still around. Uh, that's the same thinking. If you thought that way, then you you know, you know, you have to take into consideration then uh, the uh, Israelites that are an offshoot um, of the northern kingdom. Um, spread out into Syria. And that's the whole debate there with Trump and um, people saying blanket statements about uh, you know, accusations towards him. And they're, they're coming off with negative connotation and trying to get him to say stuff. But he's... Honestly, he probably just... <laughs> he's probably been informed about some of the actual details of history. And so he knows that 
you can't just make blanket statements. Um, now there are false doctrines. There are, you know, actual liberal teachings that are basically Nazi, um, humanistic, uh, occult, demonic teachings, which are uh, A R I A N um, teachings, and so those come from, uh, you know, individuals and even groups. But I don't think they represent uh, people that maybe have like a heritage, family heritage, or something. But they, they definitely, you know, traditionally they probably have raised up their big dragon head, and that's not God's will, because dragons are of the devil. <laughs> so, uh, but there are there are you know twelve tribes of Israel, and so that's that's the whole thing if you really look at it. Um, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think that stuff matters. What matters is the kingdom of God. It's not about this hierarchy. We're all prophet, priests, and kings. And so that's a whole field of study. I don't know. You're probably tracking. But there's a lot behind that. Um, and there's a lot of false doctrine, uh, which it ultimately stems from a denial of the divinity of Christ, which comes from um, Arianism which was an early church heresy in 300 AD. Anyway, so this political roundup has actually a lot of implications that, you know, I'm not the authority to talk about these things. I I could, you know, I can steer people towards books that I read, but, you know, there's, it's, it's hard. It's a lot, of, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of stuff to study, and you can do your little Google thing, but uh, you really got to, you got to, you know, study it in depth, uh, you know, see what the scholars are saying these days, and, uh, go with that, um, yeah, so, there's no blanket statements, and, uh, basically, I learned that I think we're on the right track with history, and, uh, Hopefully, I mean, I think we're in a good place in history, actually, even though it looks horrible. Uh, there's just a lot of potential right now for good things that benefit everyone because the idea of Christian-influenced capitalism is an overflowing of God's teachings um, overflowing into the outside communities. And... Um, and his blessing overflowing. And it's not, you know, at times because of disobedience, yeah, it might not overflow. And that's fine. And that's why the surrounding nations will rise up against them, uh, against God's people. And that's just how it is. So, shalom.